And this is the mayor of the airways. We have Andy Skelton. Andy, where are you geographically today? Morning, Rhett. I'm in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. All my exes live in Texas. Now, Andy, what is your background as far as what you do for a living, education? What are you all about? Well, I went to college for engineering, and um, that didn't really pan out. I was I was really more interested in software, and they didn't have much of a software department, so... After college, I uh, eventually found my way into software engineering, and I did that for a good while, and then um, had an injury that led me to invent a medical device, which I never expected to do. Oh, by the way, I want to introduce you. This is David Hunter, former U.S. diplomat, comes in on Wednesdays. This is Andy Skelton. Andy Skelton is a former engineer who had a, create, had a situation in his life and created a, uh, a medical device. Okay. Uh, we need uh, David's mic on, please. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I can't see you. I don't know where you are. That's all right. Is that where you've been sitting? Okay. That's where I've been sitting, but it's there's, yeah. there he is. Okay. I'm on there. Great. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Andy. <laughs> okay, so um, I had this, uh, this little medical condition that wasn't being solved by current technology, so I made my own device to fix it up. And um, after a, a few years of working two jobs or the, the medical thing was really just a little side project. I decided it was time to take it full time. So that's, that's what I'm doing now, now. Did this come out of an injury that you had? Yeah, that's right. I was rock climbing in a gym, uh, indoor rock climbing. And I, I jumped up on the wall to grab this hold for the beginning of a, a tough route. And I heard some pops come out of one of my fingers. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny. It didn't hurt a bit. Hmm. It, it just felt a little weird, like my finger was disoriented or something. Um, and I didn't know anything about anatomy, what structures are in the fingers. Turns out they're really complex machines. And um, anyway, a few months after the injury, my finger started to curl up and not be able to straighten anymore. Ooh. Not just I couldn't straighten it by pushing on it. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't straighten it with, with my muscles or with my other hand. It was, it was really stuck. So I went to a surgeon to get it figured out. He said, yeah, it's probably going to be a couple of surgeries, but you can go to therapy and try to straighten it out there. And uh, a couple of months of therapy didn't straighten it out. I thought, well, that, that really could be improved. Before I go to surgery, I'd like to try something. So I, uh, I went home and I sat down at my Lego table. I had little kids, but I'm also kind of a Lego maniac from the old days. Have you been to and Legoland here in uh, Florida? We're only about uh, about 45 minutes to Legoland. That's beautiful. I went to the one in California once. How was that? It was it was pretty cool. They have these um, these wet rides. You know, you're on a roller coaster that goes through the water, kind of thing. Get splashed, and um, and they have these family-sized air dryers you just jump in put a few dollars in the machine and it blow dries the entire family from head <laughs> to toe. that sounds like fun <laughs> now so you're an you're an imagineer uh and i did, did that come about your liking logos uh, uh, legos as a kid do you think that maybe stimulated you and that's why you became an engineer as an adult 
I would say, yeah, the Lego had a, a really big effect. Um, so my first device was made out of Lego. Really? And um, yeah, no kidding. Um, am I on screen? Can I show yes, it to you? Yes, sir. We'd like to see it. Yeah, take a look at this, David. All right. Huh. Here it is. This is 100% Lego. There's nothing in here that's not Lego. It has this moving part here. And um, I know it's not immediately obvious, but this device is a finger straightening medical device. Really? If I can okay. give you a, a quick demo. If you've got a finger that's bent like that, yes. where this, this middle joint can't straighten. Yes. So I get the finger in there and lock the top down on it. And then as I, as I push this slide, it forces the finger to Gently. the end of its range and straightens it out. Gently, little bit by little so, bit. I wouldn't say it's gentle, but it is slow. Does it hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I wore that thing for about 10 hours a day for two months. That thing, that device right there. That thing right there. I would take breaks in between and I was popping Advil because I hadn't really worked out how to make it very comfortable yet. But um, yeah, I wore that thing. I was going to the the grocery store and everybody wanted to talk to me about it. What is that thing on your hand? Are you all right? It's kind uh, of, well, it is cumbersome, it looks like, you know. It's, it's pretty, very bulky, yeah. You can't do anything with that hand when you have that thing and It looks like it's about this big in life, is it? It's uh, it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Put it back towards your face. Let me see. I'm trying to get a perspective here. Yeah, hold it back next to you. Okay, so it's not quite as big as I thought, but I see that's obviously you had to make a smaller rendition if you're going to. Yes. It's amazing here that an engineer like you, or I would call yourself an Imagineer, as they like to call the engineers at Disney, and this is really out of, uh, out of, out of need comes this creation, which I applaud you. This is, it's really kind of cool that you're an artist, and that's Imagineers, and engineers are artists, aren't they, David? Well, yeah. yeah, inventing inventing stuff, it's uh, cool. remarkable. Yeah. Now, how, did you look up how many people have injuries in their fingers in the world annually? I have been looking for any kind of data on that. I did, I did get some paid research done, <clears throat> and there isn't really a direct number. You can sort of get it by proxy, looking at emergency room visit stats, um, insurance code usage stats, things like that. Um, but there are so many different causes that lead people to have fingers in this bent um, deformity. Some of them are congenital uh, or genetic. Some of them are after injury. Some of them are just from aging. So there's, um, there's no telling how many of these you'll fingers You'll see elderly people with their fingers all gnarled up. And they, I guess that's what's uh, what's but that's it arth arthritic uh, uh, rheumatoid, right? That's arthritis that causes the fingers. Does this cure arthritis? It can't do that, can it? It sure does not. No, does not. No, no so, it does not. It does not cure anything like that. Yeah. Um, all it does is apply a stretching force to that joint of the finger, and if that stretching force is what that finger needs to get straightened out, yeah, then. Now, yeah, have you have you brought? No, I was. We have one thing in common, you and I. Stover, Vermont, your mom lives there, and I go up there summers. Now, I've yeah. never really put much credence in a physical therapist, but my ninety-one-year-old friend Beverly. I don't. Do you know Beverly Osler? 
she was going to see it and a, a, a physical therapist up there. Well, that it just happens that summer I was in terrible pain. So I go in to see this guy, and they say, okay, that's 84 bucks in advance. That made me suspect. And then they had me wait, and then they put me down. He comes in, says hello, leaves, comes back, comes back, then goes again. Then he says, where are you from? But, okay, get over on your side. And he says, I want you to put your, your legs together in a fetal position and put your head back and do this stretch anyway. And I leave. I saw the guy for maybe five minutes. I said, boy, that's the biggest waste of $84. But you know what I did? I went back to my rental property. And I did it. And by the time I left Stowe, Vermont, a week or two later, whatever it was, I left a, his was not open that day. I left a note on his door. I said, thank you, sir, the best $84 I ever spent on myself. Every little inch by inch when I did that therapy. And, you know, it's, I really applaud physical therapy. It's a yoga position. Pardon me? Yeah. That was a yoga position. Physical therapists, though, they, it's amazing hmm. how they can take somebody who has surgery you go into physical therapy, and here's a guy that can't walk, and you come back two weeks to visit him, and he's walking inch by inch, right? And that's what's good about what you're doing here. Have you have you shown this to any physical therapists or doctors that would uh, orthopedic guys, or I don't know who works on fingers, but absolutely, there are surgeons who specialize in the hand, and um, <clears throat> so the first the first hand surgeon who saw my device was my surgeon who was working on my finger. He was the one who sent me for an MRI and told me I had ruptured pulleys. Um, I showed it to him with my finger now straight after he said, you can't straighten it without surgery. And he said, that's amazing. We need lots of those. You should patent that. And you that's, did, right? That's how I got here. He was just the first though. I've been going to conferences, hand therapy, hand surgery, and showing this to people, giving out samples. Show us your new back. device. Show, the, show how you've progressed with this thing. From the Lego version. Yeah. yeah. Right. Of course, it's not Lego anymore. I asked my surgeon, um, is there any way I can get my insurance to um, to pay for purchases at the Lego store? And he thought that was pretty funny. Um, so I had, to, I had to get into 3D printing for oh. rapid oh, so prototyping. You, oh, so you, okay. I didn't really know how to use CAD. Um, I had never touched a 3D printer. And I always thought, with my background, if I get into 3D printing, I will never come back. That'll just be my my all-consuming hobby. So I, I hadn't done it, but I had to for this. Wife, man. So, so this is the first 3D printed version. You see, it has the sliding part. Yeah. And it has some padding now. This is a flexible sort of rubber pad. Soft. Also yeah. 3D printed. This is 100% 3D printed here. Wow. And it's much more compact. There's the yeah. The side. Wait a second. You're saying that the 3D printer is not just hard. Like this is this was made in a 3D printer. My logo somebody brought in here, but it's mm -hmm. it's hard. Now you're saying that rubber piece is also made from 3D. You can also print with flexible materials. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So that blue and white one is the first one that I sold. I sold a few hundred of these on Amazon. Yeah. And earned about four stars. What do they sell for? They are currently going for, I think, 120. 120. Um, that because um, it costs you thousands and thousands and thousands to patent this thing. I'm sure. Yes, I'm, I'm the, saying. I'm, patents, I'm guessing you have not. The patents are coming in the next few months. Um, but you have not. And, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty deep in with yeah. all of the like yeah. registering with the FDA. And, yeah, and you, you haven't recouped your money yet, of course. No. Sorry. You haven't recouped your money yet. 
No. But what do you think? I'm, what do you I'm think, keeping the lights on with my savings. What do you think the uh, total demand is for this uh, uh, nationwide? Yeah. How many? Of I these? expect in the U.S. I should be able to do at least a few million in sales per year. Few million, oh, that's dollar, million, not, not units, that's you, dollars. Million yeah. dollars. Is, how many, but, how many units would that be? Yeah, that would be um, hundred several thousands of yeah. like tens of thousands of units. Okay, mm-hmm. but they're good, but slowly they would use this. How long do you have to use this for to correct? Now, you corrected your finger, right? Is your finger I straightened working? I straightened out my finger, um, and I showed it to the surgeon, and he said, great, you just skipped the first two surgeries. The first one was to straighten the finger, and the second one would be to fix the ruptured pulleys, huh. which are the cause of, of the, this bend. What's, what's and a if pulleys? you don't fix the pulleys, your finger's going to curl up again. Spell the word pulleys. What, how do you spell that? Pulley, it's just like with a, like a block and tackle. It's Pulley, P-U-L-L-E-Y. P-U-L-L-E-Y. Pulley. Oh, P-U-L-L-Y. P-U-L-L-E-Y. Just P-U-L-L-E-Y. like uh, with a, you know, a wheel that a rope goes oh, over. Oh, pulley, yeah. But of course, there's there's no wheel in the body. It's Do they know a, what caused this accident with you? Now you were rock climbing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely I put way too much weight on but, my hands. But hold like on my, a second. They my did, hands weren't trained for that. I just saw a guy on national news the other day, and this guy's climbing a mountainside with no ropes, no special shoes, barefoot and bare hands. Oh my God! Bare you feet can, too. He, I, I'm. I don't know. Maybe maybe that maybe I'm exaggerating, but definitely bare Was hands. Was it El Capitan in in Yosemite? I don't know. Yeah, but that's a pretty scary climb, from what I've but heard. I mean, there's you get a, midway and go, "Geez, I wish I wasn't. Movie. I wish I wasn't doing this now. I'd like to have a cup of coffee." There's, yeah. you know, you can't take a break. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, do you are you able to climb again? Now? Yeah, I'm climbing again. You, oh, you are? are climbing again. Okay. Wow. So, I I'd like to finish the story about about. Uh, the question yeah. did I straighten my finger? Yeah. Um, so I got it straight, and he advised me that it would curl up again if I didn't get the surgery. And he also said, "You need to patent this and make tons of them because we need them. A lot of people have these these bent fingers." And I thought, I, "Well, I I can't really do both. I can't get the surgery to fix my finger and turn this into a product because the only way I can really develop it effectively is by wearing it myself. I need to test it and make it more comfortable and make sure it works." So I made a plan. I was going to let my finger curl back up oh. so that I could take this from Lego to That's called ded- dedication, you know. Oh, my it word. It seemed to matter a lot. There were a lot of people who needed this. So Yeah. Uh, and I figured if I fix it once, I can fix it again. So Yeah, but how cool to come up with a device to take people out of situations, you know. And have them avoid surgery. That's yeah. Yeah. So continue yeah, on. It's a so lot what happens? Cheaper than surgery. So what happens next? So I, um, I eventually uh, discontinued the blue and white model, and this is the current model. It's considerably more complex. It has this hinged part here and a little part in there, and the palm pad does this. I'm going to put this on my finger and show you how it works. Okay. So this is this is my finger. I can bend it. But it only gets as straight as that. Oh. Okay. So that's the kind of injury we're talking about. They're not always bent that much. That's pretty far. So I get this in the device like that. Pretty easy to put on. Yeah. And then I start pushing. And it has a sort of a ratchet mechanism here. There are all yeah. these, these little ridges. And it clicks. Wee little bit by wee little bit. 
bit by bit. So now it's at its at the end of its extension range and it's being pushed. You can see there's a little bit of uh, color change there in the skin because there's pressure, but it's quite comfortable for what it's doing. And it's not quite as big. So I can still use a mouse and, and hunt and peck on the keyboard. Um, I can still get a lot of things done and wear this thing for hours a day. And I, I keep making modifications and testing and making it better. But this, this one's up for sale and people are loving it. I have a hand therapist here in Austin who puts them on her patients and I do custom fittings and show up to her appointments. Um, it's, it's great. There's a, there's a disease called Dupuytren's contracture. Mm -hmm. You ever heard of that? Mm -mm. I had never heard of it, but it turns out it's pretty common. It's genetic. Um, it's, I think they call it, is it Viking finger or Viking hand? Um, Oh, that's when you uh, grip a like handle for an exceptional amount of time. Motorcyclists get them, right? And maybe Vikings get it from uh, the sword. The sword. No, it's you don't get it from gripping. It's it's um, these uh, sort of extra cords that grow in the hand, and they they don't belong there. They're not the things that pull your fingers. And they cause the, the fingers to just gradually curl up and never be able to straighten again. Mm. So they've been doing surgeries and, and injecting things into these, these cords to break them. And, uh, and eventually, you're going to need to straighten those fingers back out, if, even if you get the surgery. Surgery is one of the things that causes fingers to curl up like that because they have to be immobilized. Um, and if fingers don't exercise their full range, they do curl up and contract just something that happens. So, what so I'm it? putting this on Dupuytren's patients with yeah. like still having open wounds on them. And they're, um, they're, they're loving it. So what are your I, projections? I about my my have... favorite patient yeah. Yeah. was a man in New York who called me up and he couldn't figure out how to put the device on after he bought it. So I got on FaceTime with him oh. and I showed him how to do it. And he got his on his hand. This is, old guy like 80 years old in brooklyn and uh he's got his glasses on trying to look at this thing and he finally gets it on and clicks it into place and it goes click and he just stops talking and starts crying because it's the first time anything ever felt like it was going to work on his hand he's just bawling on the phone with me wow it was it was very compelling it's this is one of the reasons why i i finally quit my job and started to do this full time. Now, Winston, you're a dad too? That's right. Yeah, my kids were with me at the rock climbing gym when I did that. So you have kids to support. So how do you do that? You, I mean, you actually stop being an engineer and put all your energy into this. Is that, uh, does, does your wife work or how, are you, how do you get by when you're putting all this energy into something that's not making money yet? Sure. She does work. She works for one of the local universities here. Oh. And um, I also had um, amassed some savings from my engineering work, so we're uh, we're taking from that right now. And how far and, are you taking investors, or uh, are you uh, going to keep it all? Well, yeah. my mother, who you know, yep. and Mary. my brother both yeah. got involved early on yeah. and helped out with some of the the early expenses. Um, but then uh, it was it was just time to pull the trigger and make a go of it pull the trigger no play yeah. on words there because the trigger finger you know 
trigger finger. Yeah. Yeah, Does but this actually can... help with trigger finger because I have a friend who uh, actually has that. I have heard um, mixed feedback on that, and there are really, I think there are different ways that trigger finger can um, can happen, like ways that it, it can appear. Um, some people will have barbed tendons, and um, and with them stretching is just going to make things worse. And for others, they, they do need a stretch. So I would say it's, it's best to find a hand therapist mm. uh, or at least an occupational therapist. How are you going to reach? How are you going to market this? I mean, will it be medical magazines? Do you have to get a company like Pfizer to go in with you and then distribute to hand therapists? Or what's the next move? Do you have any idea? Have you, who, who would you ask that? Well, I go to conferences so I've met lots of other people who have medical device businesses. Cool. And um, I've chatted with some of my competitors, and some of them are actually very nice and, and happy to mentor. Um, I, I was told by an older woman who designed devices going back to the 70s um, that my stuff is the new generation. She's going to retire soon, and, and this is my world. So that's very that kind of her. Well, you know, um, winners in life, real winners, always help each other and don't mind. You know, it's it's it's, it's losers, it's it's negative people, or that 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 whatever their excuse is, that are jealous or whatever. Uh, I've been, I was just at a conference for book authors, and they they help cultivate their own competition. You know, and this well, this is great. On the other hand, uh, one of the things you might want to be thinking about uh, once you've got yourself patented and possibly incorporated. Uh, big companies buy up small companies a lot. Yeah. And you may be in a position where once you've proved the market viability and the medical effectiveness of this thing, yeah. you can put it on uh, for sale to yeah. a big Pfizer, company. Pfizer or somebody yeah, buy it. And, yeah, somebody like, yeah. I don't know, medical device company. Uh, so, you know. So how much do I have to send you to be part of this thing? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling an aroma of a sale of a business. Or are you not taking investors? I am still doing all of it myself, um, apart from the family investments that I took. So yeah. uh, you're not the first person to, to want in. Okay. For sure. So are you taking uh, any money from anybody else or just family? Well, I'll, I'll sort of evaluate each opportunity as it comes. Um, there are a lot of gaps in my knowledge and in my, my network. As so, with all of us, you know. It's true for so all of us. You know, someone could bring time. on the kind of uh, the kind of expertise or connections that would that would help me bring this to a lot more people. That would be that would be the ideal way. Well, you know, if somebody uh, sees this today, and it's because of me, you know, then I just want to let you know one of these days <laughs> I'm going to come to you, and I may ask a favor of you. All right? <laughs> going to make you an offer you can't yeah. refuse. All right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I need—an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> um, I, I do have an absolutely absurd buyout number in mind, but I really need to keep working on this. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a long way to go to bring this to mass production. I still make every unit myself. I mean, what a office. cool thing to do though, to be involved with something that you know helps other people. There's nothing worse than pain. There's nothing worse than an inability. You know, I used to be able to shoot my gun. Now I can't shoot my trigger finger or whatever it might be or playing the guitar or, or playing the playing cello guitar or, or piano or something oh like that. Oh, my word. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are so many things you can't do well with a bent finger, like playing a piano. A back rub. 
<laughs> Pardon me? Like giving a back rub. Yeah. Yeah. Little it, simple it, things like, like that. Sticking your hand in your pocket. Now, if somebody's listening uh, to this or viewing this, uh, how do they get in touch with you? Should they want to ask you more questions or have some ideas about this? Oh, sure. So orthopress.com orthopress. has my contact information. It has my phone number. It has my email. But that email is andy at orthopress.com. Okay, so it's andy, A-N-D-Y, at orthopress.com. Yeah, just like on the shirt. Cool. Oh, you have it on the shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I see that. All right. Well, listen, uh, thank you, Andy, for taking time to be on the show. And uh, by the way, if you want a copy of this, uh, just stay on the line with uh, Noah or call him back once we disconnect. And uh, he can send you a, an audible copy of this, and you can use it on your website. Or if you think it was uh, something you'd like to have, feel free. There's no charge. Terrific. Yeah, it's been, yeah. A, it's been a pleasure. I haven't been on the radio since 1998. Wow. It's a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, and uh, yeah. keep us keep us in this in the loop and find out what's going on here. Yeah, congratulations. I'd hate to think yeah. you know. I hate to Thank think you. I could have given him five thousand bucks. Your take would have been uh, two point five million dollars out of the hundred million he got, or whatever it was. You know, yeah. these things happen. Yeah, that's true. In today's world, that's it. Rhett would be called an angel investor. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been called an angel before. <laughs> Well, you can always buy your way into those ranks. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Well, you have a great day well, down there in Texas. Thank you very much for having me. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. You too, Andy. Thank you so much. Good luck with this. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a, we're going to take another break, and then we'll be back with diplomat David Hunter. We'll be right back. You're right. 